my stupid gluten because I tell people when you're cooking gluten-free and vegan, but especially gluten-free plus vegan, it's a science experiment. Hey y'all, my name is Brandon and this is episode two of Guilt-Free Chats. Guilt-Free Chats is a series that introduces new and inspiring people we come across in life. These would be people ranging from chefs, artists, innovative thinkers, um, entrepreneurs, workerpreneurs, and just anyone who has been who's been creative and anyone within the community that does great things within themselves and shares that throughout the world. And today's guest is definitely one of those individual guys. It's Lydia Muhammad with Lydia's Healthy Edibles. Um, so let me just read her bio. She's an awesome person. So Lydia's Healthy Edibles, um, sorry, is not those type of edibles, y'all. So get your head in the right place. Uh, is the brainchild of Lydia Muhammad. Uh, Leah's Healthy Edible was born out of a need her husband needed to eat. Um, she has four amazing children and it can be found here in Memphis, Tennessee. So, hey, Leah, how you doing? I'm good. How about you? I can't complain. I can't complain. So you ready to get right into it? I am ready. All right, cool. So could you explain like the day you needed to create LHE? Yeah, I remember it like it was yesterday. My husband kept getting sick. We had been married maybe two years and we didn't know what it was. So we started the elimination diet. So he dropped off of dairy, <clears throat> uh, which he really didn't eat anyway, but I was making sure I wasn't putting it in his food. He kept getting sick. And by when I say getting sick, it would vary from um, maybe just a stomach ache and it would go all the way out to maybe him just vomiting all the time and he couldn't stop. Like it would literally take him down. So we we started with the dairy, we put that down, we, the eggs, all of that stuff. And we went and saw our herbalist and he tested uh, both of us and my husband tested negative for uh, gluten. So he was telling us, you know, well, you can't give him gluten. He's allergic to it. Uh, his body can't process it. And my husband and I were looking at each other. So we get home and he's he's like, well, I don't know what I'm going to eat. And I'm like, me either, because I don't know what a gluten is. So good luck with that. I don't know what it is. So I started researching it, Googling everything I could find, figuring out what it was, what it was in. Um, but that wasn't the end of the search. So I ended up going to the grocery store and the infamous nutritional label when you turn it around and you start reading ingredients, I found out that wheat gluten is in everything, literally everything pretty much. So then I'm like, okay, oh my God, he can't live off a of salad alone. <laughs> That's not going to work. He never ate meat, not from the time that I met him. So I knew we couldn't do that. So I'm just thinking like, okay, well, it's in mostly processed stuff, uh, which we should probably stand away from anyway. Um, but, the you know, you want a cake and a cookie and a pie and some bread every now and again. So even with me finding out, okay, this is gluten-free. I can use this. I went to Whole Foods. Don't sue me, Whole Foods. I went to Whole Foods. Don't and sue I us. Spent, <laughs> and I spent a ton of money. When I tell you all, I had a basket full of stuff. I was so excited. I was like, I'm going to try this stuff, spend a lot of money. And when I got home, it was horrible. It was like, we, like, when I bake stuff or cook stuff, I try to push it off on the children if I know it's not good. And when they wouldn't eat it, I was like, okay, well, I'm losing here. So I dig a little bit deeper and I start to um, 
learn about cross-contamination. And even with me finding out what's gluten-free, you know, I'm looking at beans and grains and things like that. So I talked to my husband and I asked him, you know, can we get a grain meal? I can meal my own flour. That way I know it's a safe product and I can make it taste good. You know, it's something that we all can eat. So I got the grain meal and I fell in love because I started milling everything and just taking try true um, recipes and started cooking it uh, for the family. So he was able to eat and good to say he's still alive right now today. <laughs> so he's still alive and eating today. Now. Still alive. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. So. So you said it was two years into um, you found out all his issues and stuff. So when did you actually start your company? Like how long have you been? How long you guys been around? Um, we we established Lydia's Healthy Edibles in 2015. Okay. So along with me um, baking for him, I have two sisters and I'm pretty sure, Brandon, you'll probably bring them on sooner or later. Mm -hmm. uh, they're really good cooks. And my sisters are the type of cooks that sing and dance in the kitchen. They're like this. I don't do this in the kitchen. I like to eat. I, I'm not the, the cook that does this. I just want to cook and get out. Mm -hmm. But when I started building my recipes, I reached out to my sisters and they really just gave me tried and true recipes, things that have been around forever and a day. So I just had to figure out how to take those recipes, flip them and make them gluten free, uh, along with them being vegan, because my husband, essentially, he has always been vegan. Mm -hmm. Um okay he was but i didn't know in the beginning like the whole totem pole of being vegan so i may have been using butter here and there <laughs> and i didn't know i'm like uh you know yep. <laughs> but he is vegan but taking those recipes and testing them out with my sisters when my sisters said that they were good i knew i had a winner and when i got my mom to eat a piece of my bread and she liked it i was like okay i can do it so I went out uh, to the farmer's market. I can't remember. Maybe I started at Cooper Young first. Mm -hmm. So I went there and I, I did a couple of uh, farmer's markets and it was catching on. I was filling out the customers. Um, that first year, maybe the first two years, we did seven farmer's markets. Wow. Anywhere that I could possibly be, I went. Um, my husband, right along with me, we set up a tent and went out like all summer long. I was so happy to see the winter come because I was like, it's cold. I'm not going outside because nope. we were so tired. But in essence, us doing it and getting the name out, it really gave us a strong foundation to stand on because people would see us out. And then when I didn't come, they would be looking like, where are you? You should be here. Um, and it really gave us a platform where we were missed. And I knew that I had a really strong customer base and I had a product that was good and people needed it. That's awesome. So what were some of those? Um, you said your sisters gave you some awesome recipes and that's what you flipped to turn to like to make the Lydia special. So what were some of those um, recipes at the beginning? Um, Is there anything the still here now? Or? Oh, God, all of them. The carrot cake. OK. The carrot cake from, came from my sister, April. Um, she gave me a, a carrot cake recipe and she may have gotten it from my other sister, Carolyn. I don't know, but April gave it to me. Uh, the triple chocolate slices, uh, another recipe they gave me. Uh, I flipped that and made cupcakes with it sometimes. Um, that was another one. Um, we were, I was talking to my sisters and we were kicking around the ginger cookie recipe. Um, it's my favorite, by the way, the ginger cookie. We also love the carrot cake. 
owe you a, a batch of cookies. I haven't forgotten. Um, okay. That's another one. The ginger cookies, because I like cookies, but I'm a soft, gooey kind of cookie. Yeah. Uh, I think we all are, but the ginger snaps, people really recognize because they have that snap to them. That's true. Um, But I was kind of like, I like my cookie this way. So I was trying to kind of incorporate myself into it because I am not allergic to wheat. I don't have a sensitivity to it. So I, my palate on my tongue is still receptive to the way things should feel. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the thing that throws people off a lot of times with gluten-free uh, baked goods. They don't like the way it feels. Most times you'll get something that's gluten-free and it has a grainy feel to it. Yep. It falls apart too soon. Mm -hmm. They don't like that texture on their palate. So when I try something and I'm baking, I'm really using that, that memory bank that I have with a, a, a gluten uh, receptacle. Uh, how does it feel? How's the crumble on it? It's those things are really important. Yeah, that is like you said, the, the palate part is really important. And then also, y'all, just a heads up, uh, make sure you're watching this because the awesome carrot cake and the ginger cookies room and putting that across the screen. And when you see it, you're gonna definitely want to run to her website and order it because they are literally amazing, like just awesome. And we also put a picture of Leah is an awesome icer. Um, yeah, she's going to act like she is, but she's an awesome icer. partner with us. And we created a football cake and she like hyped the, the ice and her icing on it. And it was it was amazing. So definitely she is someone to, to listen to when it comes to any and everything about gluten free baked goods. And that leads us directly into the next question. So you've been in this now for what, seven, seven years? Yeah, yeah seven right. years. Seven, eight years. Okay. So what would you like, how would you, what, what suggestions would you give to someone who's looking to get started into like a gluten-free bakery type business with your experience? Ooh. One thing that I'm seeing now on social media and it drives me nuts. You see little clips, reels of people saying, all you got to do is start an LLC. All you got to do is get business credit. All you got to do. And it's like, I'm sitting there like, come on now, y'all. Yeah, that sounds super easy. Like, all you got to do, and to a degree, it is all you got to do. Mm -hmm. But it's not just all you got to do. It takes a lot of time and effort and research to get things done. And it takes this. You got to have some money. I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that. You got to have some capital to start with. So uh, when we started, I never worked because I took care of the children. I, I was blessed in that way. My husband was able to maintain our home and I was free to pretty much explore and figure things out. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I would tell my children the way my ADHD is set up. I cannot sit down there and read all that stuff. It's going to drive me nuts. So my husband is really that part of the business. He is the one that's going to set up everything. He does our website. We are. Uh, um, we do everything from the website, and I say everything in home. We do everything: the website, printing the labels, the invoices, packaging. We do we touch everything with our hands. But I would tell people, um, be patient in the beginning. Um, read the fine print of everything. Mm -hmm. The devil is in the details. That that is uh, that is true. It, it, it's it's truth in that. Um, take time to surround yourself with people 
who think like you and do the things that you do. Because I have learned a lot from just talking to people and I'm not a social person like that. That's something that I'm really working on because I get so exhausted. I'm like, oh, I gotta talk to somebody else. But you would, if you saw me out at a farmer's market, it's like, I'm on it. I can do it. But if you tell me, okay, today you gotta go to a social and I'm like, ah, but once I'm around people, I just absorb everything and I try to be quiet so I can listen and pick up things. And I ask a lot of questions. And a lot of times my questions will sound redundant. I'm asking kind of like the same question in a different way because I want another level of what you're saying to me. So once you surround yourself uh, with people who think like you, they work like you, they, they will give you everything that they have. And I think, Brandon, we're a good example of that. Yep. Because if you have a question, you'll ask me. If I have a question, you'll you'll tell me everything that I need to know. We don't hide information from mm -hmm. one another. And I think that's a really big, important thing, especially in a Black community. Yep. Um, I have run across a, a big number of, of um, Black people who are doing really well. And I just have a question, like, I want to know, I want to be like you. It's like, I can't be exactly like you because you're you, but, you know, just help me out. And it's like, mom is the word. A lot of us don't want to say what we know because we have that fear of us, somebody else taking our spot. But with us, Brandon, I think we are a tried and true template of that. We do gluten-free and vegan stuff. Like, but you're Brandon and I'm Lydia. It's not going to taste the same. It's not going to be the same. So if there is no fear of comp competition between us. It is what it is, right? And, and I think that's really important. If you are in any industry, if you see a brother or sister that, that's asking you, give them what you have. Don't hold it. What's the use of you holding it? You know, it's enough space and room out here for trillions of dollars. We can all get a piece of it. You know, that, that that's really important to me, too. I don't care who you are. I'll give you whatever I got. Insurance, I, whatever. I'll give it to you. I'll tell you uh, who I'm using. Um, I think that's really important. Uh, the capital, no, and being patient. Take, just, just go slow. I have lost a lot of money in trying to go fast. Like, I got to get it. I see something. I'm fixated on it. I got to get it. I got to do it. And I've hurt myself a lot of the times doing it that way versus just taking a beat and looking at it from all different directions, the good, the pros and the cons, how can it hurt me? How can it help me? And outweighing it. A lot of times we see people, Instagram and Facebook are not real. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> they're not real places. You can put a filter on anything. And I'm going to tell you, I see things and I'll go to a person's website and I'm like, man, if that's not a doctor picture, I don't know what it is. You have Photoshopped the bejesus out of this picture. Mm -hmm. Things don't look like that in real life, you know, and, and you're going to lose some money and that's okay. Expect it, right? You're going to expect to lose something, but you don't want to hurt yourself. When you start hurting yourself, you know, then it's a problem. Um, so I, I say really out of all of it, just go slow and be patient with yourself. That's awesome. That's a good, that's some good advice. So you're saying basically they should take it slow. Mm -hmm. um, don't believe everything on social media nope. and understand that it takes capital, real yep. capital to get into business. Yep. 
So what would you suggest if someone's out there, they're like, oh, I have this awesome, no one has this Mm gluten-free bread on the market and they just want to jump. And they're like, Mm -hmm. you know, they have, they barely holding down a job, but they want to jump right into it. Like, what would you suggest if they just jump into a business without knowing anything and just go off and learn as they go? As some people do and become successful or do, or would you recommend now, like in your experience, maybe they should like, you know, take it slow, learn everything first, get the money up to get the LLC to get the money for all the right paperwork and then go to market. Mm-hmm. Yes, I would do it that way. I'm still away. Don't look. You will never hear me tell you to quit your job. I would never say that to anybody. I, I would not. Because everybody in my family, they work for me, my children and my husband. I pay them with cookies and cake. That's that's what you get paid. That's what I got. So <laughs> I, I keep my husband moving by giving him cakes, cookies, and pies. That's, that's, that's his fuel. That's his payment. He's on my payroll for that. I, I say steal away. Don't quit your job. I think that's an awesome plan, Brandon. Uh, get your paperwork in order first. Once you know you have a good product, I tell everybody the farmer's market is going to be the place to go. It's the cheapest way to start because your overhead is so little. When I started in 2015, I actually started with a, I had a certified domestic kitchen license. Mm. In the state of Tennessee in 2015, you could certify your home kitchen to uh, bake out of for a business. So you will pay the permit fees. They will come through, inspect your kitchen, uh, your bathroom area, and give you a certificate. You just pay for the permit and you took a small class. So my overhead was very little, right? I, I was living here already. My, my mortgage was paid. My light bill was paid. Um, so really little money went into starting the business. So I would say if you... Like if you, we can't do that now. They they dismantled the certified kitchen, domestic certified kitchen in the state of Tennessee. It, I don't know about Arkansas, Mississippi. They may still be up and running there. So if you're in the tri-state area, maybe you can do it there. Little overhead. So I would say um, if you can start it with a little overhead, maybe a shared kitchen. A shared kitchen is the best way to go. If you're just starting, I don't think with little money, I don't think you should just go out and rent a place. Commercial kitchens are super expensive now. Before the pandemic, they were so much cheaper. They were still kind of high because they were uh, certified kitchens. But now you're looking at low end $1,500, $2,000 a month for a kitchen. That's, that's low volume. And you're it's saying to, um, to clarify, you're saying to rent a kitchen, right? To rent a certified kitchen. Yes, to rent. So that's month. Uh, I wouldn't do that just starting out. I would get a share of kitchen, pay for it by the hour, uh, get your products done there, go out to a farmer's market. You're going to pay a small fee every week to go out, um, get your customer base up and running that way. I think for me, that really worked and it helped me in a, a, a awesome way. Yep, because I believe we all met at the downtown's farmer's market it was, right it was because yeah. i had been stalking you on instagram and you didn't know that i was stalking you but i was okay <laughs> and when i saw you i was like oh my god i know that guy <laughs> that guy's from instagram i've been following him but you were so sweet and nice and when you ate my stuff and you didn't say it was bad i was like "Ooh, <laughs> that's Cause, awesome because you know i will <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, you will. <laughs> so, so like you were talking about your products, were are you guys still at the farmers market market now, or like where can people find your you guys products in now? Yeah, I don't do farmers markets anymore. Um, it got to be a lot of wear and tear uh, on my body, um, and I didn't want to do them anymore. So now we're located in the Hickory Ridge Mall on Winchester. Okay. So we have, I really, I like to call it a ghost kitchen because oh. I just go there to cook for restaurants. Uh, you can go online to glutenfreelhe.com and place an order there and you can pick up at the mall. Uh, but mostly people just go into restaurants and find my stuff. Cool. And do you guys ship from your website as well or? Right now we're only shipping uh, our bread. Okay. That's it. We don't ship any cookies or anything. Okay, so would that be something y'all start in the future? I know that's probably gonna be a question someone may ask in the comments or something. I'm working on the packaging. I'm really, I'm really working hard to get the packaging done so everything arrives as cute as it left. No broken cookies, no shattered cupcakes. So yeah, that's something we are working on. Yep, and if you need any help with that, you know, let us know because we we yeah. love. It. So yeah, let yeah, us. I definitely need to get with you on that. Okay. Yeah. So what places can you say they can find like in different local Memphis places in the surrounding area? Like what places can they find it in? Um, City Silo, Table and Pantry, uh, both locations, one in the Sanderland Shopping Center. The other is um, the Saddle Creek and Germantown Shopping Center. Uh, Plant-based heat on Highland, they carry uh, our products. We have um, Morning Grind. In South Haven, Mississippi, it's a, a, it's a cute coffee shop in South Haven. I was really excited to see them. And we have a mugging coffee cafe, a mugging coffee house there in Whitehaven. Another Black-owned cute spot. You know, you want to sit down. When I go in there, I'm just like, man, Starbucks ain't got nothing on them. Those places are so nice just to go in and have a cup of coffee and everybody just sits down and chat. Yeah, you can find us in those areas. Cool. And so I see you have like this awesome shirt on that says stupid gluten. <laughs> and she's kicking like, <laughs> is that a shirt? Can people buy that shirt on your website? I'm trying to get it into production. Uh, the shirt came about, I just have like this, I would be baking and I would be like stupid gluten because I tell people when you're cooking gluten-free and vegan, but especially gluten-free plus vegan, it's a science experiment. If it's weird outside, if anybody has changed any of their products, like any vegan butter, anything like that, if anything has changed, it's going to make everything different. So I will be in the kitchen saying stupid gluten. Oh, my God. It's just like, ah. <laughs> and I, I know um, a young lady that does, um, she does drawing and artwork. And I called her and I was telling her a vision that I had in my head. I wanted a, a black girl kicking the gluten you know she's running and the gluten is just a blob and it's and she came up with this and she put socks on her. how cute is that i was like oh my god it's so cute so yeah we're gonna put the shirts into production i'm just trying to find somebody at a price point that works for us cool 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 and let me know uh, i can help with that as well for oh, our nice. products yeah yeah so we have some merch that we yeah. go to a different vendor from so yeah we can definitely get that pushed yeah. out to the world yeah because you guys once again guys make sure to hit over to like youtube or on our spotify the video part and check out the podcast live so you can see all these images of this awesome shirt we'll make sure to flash it up on the screen as well and i think that image is on your website too right 
that Ooh. logo or that. I think that it is. It may be on um Instagram. maybe our Instagram page. Okay. Yeah. That's where I saw it. Okay, then so like what's next for you guys? Oh God, I have so many ideas and yet so little money right now. <laughs> so that that is where I am now, really in truth. I am looking for money mm. to fund my big idea because. I never imagined that it would be as big as it is now. When I tell you, I am shocked that people call me mm. and say they like this or that. You know, they want to order something. And I'm just like, so giddy. Like, really? You like it? Oh, my God. So it's a part of me that is still trying to catch up to where we are now. Um, the bakery, I would like to have it full-fledged open all the time where it's retail. You can walk in and grab some stuff, make it a really nice exper uh, experience, maybe a coffee, you know, something like that. Um, again, I'm still trying to catch up because I didn't see it. Getting, I really didn't. My foresight was not this big. Mm -hmm. It really wasn't. My foresight was, well, first it started off with my husband, but yep. when I started seeing that people were missing me at the farmer's market, and I became like an intricate part of their meal. Like they are trying to eat, right? And they're like, where are you? And gluten-free and vegan bacon is so intimidating because I do meal flour still. I make cake mixes and all of that stuff. So you can do it at home because I feel like if I could do it, anybody could do it. And I try to make it be super simple. Like a, a Duncan Hines cake. It's a cake in a bag. Dump it. Add the wet ingredients, you got a cake. Everybody okay. want to do that. So once I, you know, figured that out, that um, I, I got to get it done for other people. My my site is kind of going out a little bit farther. So I think, you know, getting the funds to open up a, a full-fledged retail shop is probably where we're going next with it. Um, I know some of the locations that I, really all of the locations that I named were our products are they're opening up a second and third location wow black owned businesses are on fire the coffee houses they're they're coming up so they're looking like downtown to open up different spots so yeah i think we're gonna get busy even like uh funding them with our products wow that's awesome so basically moving forward you you want to have your own you want to yeah. expand what you currently have into a traditional more brick and mortar style pastry shop and then continue on growing so you can provide way more uh, other businesses with your products then, right? Yes. Yeah. Wow. So are you going to start like, because she has, and I just, I just thought about it. She has these um, burger buns that oh, yeah. are, are amazing. Like I've tried my hand at gluten-free vegan buns, but like she said, it's a, it's an art to it. And her burger buns, they're actually like, real buns like they, it remind me of like almost probably shouldn't even say this but back in the day when i used to eat garbage uh so don't, don't sue me burger king um <laughs> i used to uh you remember those croissants oh yeah that's sort of what your but without all the sugar and the chemicals that's sort of what your burger buns remind me of oh wow oh yeah and then they're they, they, you can ship those too right yeah, yeah, I do. I ship those all the time. Yeah. yeah. So those are amazing. If you guys get the chance to try those, if you're not even anywhere near the Memphis area, definitely go to her website. It's um, glutenfreelhe.com, right? Yes. Yeah. 
yeah. and purchase those burger buns. I know you can get them in like City Silo and places like that, but yeah. they're awesome. I mean, I think I ordered a pan before and like did some stuff. I, I think I like back, I made like chickpea, um, I made like a chickpea burger with it, chickpea scramble burger with it. I made like some uh, French toast using chickpea with it before. So oh, nice. Yeah, it's you can it has a large amount of versatility in it, guys. If you want to just try that product out, but I'm really excited to see you guys grow because I mean you're already been blowing my mind. I remember when you said like, oh, we have a kitchen in Hickory. I was like, what? I'm like, that was amazing enough, and now you're talking about you know growing bigger and being hopefully being like a nationwide name yeah yeah i think that's our next step it's scary i am like uh it's a lot of fear that comes up with that like am i good enough that that is mm -hmm. you know do i actually know what i'm doing uh but i think again going slow and, and having that foresight and taking the time i think we'll we'll do awesome yep i think that's something that a large amount of almost all entrepreneurs like at some point in their life like as they go throughout the steps, they struggle with like, am I enough? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Am yeah. I doing the right thing as, as I'm moving forward? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I that's something we all just have to, you know, believe in ourselves as much as our customers believe in us. Right. I agree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yes, ma'am. So I think with that, I think guys, I think that may be it guys. So I want to thank uh, Lydia for coming on again with um, Lydia's Healthy Edibles. And always thank you guys for watching this episode of Guilt-Free Chats, guys. And always remember to continue to live the guilt-free lifestyle. Peace.